Welcome to the Theatron Project. Episode 16, Season 1 Wrap-Up. Okay, so this episode is going to be a little bit different in that it's just me and it is a reflection on Season 1. This is a wrap-up episode of the entirety of Season 1. Some thoughts I have and thoughts I want to share and an overall reflection on how I feel the project has gone and where it's at and what might be next. First, thank everyone who was involved. If you haven't already, you should go to the website theatronproject.com and under the About page, you'll see photos of every person who's been involved with the project. Um, That way you can put faces with voices. Also, under every episode page, you will see all the performers who were involved as well. Without these people, this would never have happened. And thank you to those who have listened. Without you, this wouldn't happen. This couldn't happen. These are pretty uncertain times for theater and the performing arts at large. Frankly, any sort of live event. While there is no doubt that things will get better and things will come back it will take some time and when they do come back we would be fools to think that it will be back to how it was things are going to change we all know that and anyone involved in live events in any form are still pretty uncertain these events were the first to shut down and will be the last to come back. As long as there's stories to be told, of course, there will be theater, there will be performing arts, there will be expression. The arts are the expressions of the human condition. They are the reason to exist, in my opinion. If we can't express ideas and thoughts and feelings and passions and unique themes, then really we kind of cease to live. And at the current times, it kind of can feel like we're ceasing to live because we're not able to express ourselves in the ways that we're used to. And that was kind of the point of this project. I had big plans myself. I had new stages I was looking forward to exploring. But I am like many others who are right now kind of waiting in the water. Not sure what's next, but don't really want to just sit here. That's why it was so humbling to reach out to so many artists and get their involvement on this project because they were feeling a lot of the same thoughts and feelings I was having of, well, now what? And it was with that that the exploration of digital theater, not that that's a new idea, but to explore it further for my own personal journey Um, became so appealing many interesting conversations I had early on with Andrew and with others about what 
what is next? What does it look like? What does it feel like? One of the troubles I have with theater still to this day is that there is this feeling of exclusivity that I'm not really a theater person, so why would I go to it? I'd rather just go to a movie that is has larger mass appeal. And that's honestly a kind of a hard argument to fight against because, yeah, there's a lot of movies coming out. They don't require a lot other than to buy a ticket and sit and enjoy. They're larger than life stories. They're available every single night of the week. It's easier. You ask most people and when it comes to movies, they'll see one or two a month that comes out to, you know, 12, 13, 14 a year that they're seeing, at least probably. I mean, I personally, consume a lot of movies, whether it's at the movie theater or through streaming, like Netflix, whatever. It's it's there. It's on demand. It's always ready. But then if you ask someone when was the last time they went and saw a show at a theater or a dance concert or any sort of performing arts, opera, the symphony, anything, if they have and they're not a regular attender, it might be once a year. Hopefully more, but you can't blame them. It's more expensive. It feels like a very special night out. It honestly kind of feels highbrow. It's a little intimidating. You don't know who's in it. You probably don't know the story ahead of time. Maybe some highlights, but not a lot of it. So you're kind of going in blind and hoping for the best. And that's a pretty, because it's so expensive, that's, that's a big gamble versus a movie where you can easily just pull up Rotten Tomatoes and see what people are saying about it. All this being said, what what does a theater artist do to compete? Do we just continue doing what we do and hope for the next batch of audience members to figure it out and to find it, find the thing that they love? Because truth be told across the country, the average theater goer is aging out. And those behind them can't afford the ticket to keep theater afloat. We rely more and more on granting and philanthropy, and that's great. It's amazing that there's still organizations out there that see the value in art. But who are we to kid that those things are permanent? So if that doesn't become a reliable source, and ticket sales have never been a reliable source, how do you compete? What do you do? I don't know the answers, and I am skeptical of anyone who says that they do. But I do know that one thing that has happened over the entire history of the theater field is that through innovation, new ideas are able to be explored. Therefore, new audiences come into the fold. Innovate or die. I, a podcast is not innovation. Radio plays are not an innovation, but... These ideas paired with the new accessibility that comes with technology and the internet can be new for theater. I like to imagine a world where ticket sales are irrelevant, that the number of seats in an auditorium become irrelevant, that somehow the community theater or the avant-garde theater that's in the city or the individual artist who has an idea that they want to explore that might be a little different. Finding a way 
to still create that event that they're aiming for, but not be limited by the theater in which they choose to perform it in. If I have an idea and I want to pursue it, it's of some type of performance, and I'm ready for the world to see it through rehearsals and workshops and whatever. If I'm fortunate enough to find a theater and afford to take it into the theater, I don't want to be limited by 99 seats over a three to four week run, four nights a week. The power of theater within a digital space or theater with no space, how I like to think of it, it doesn't mean that theater is just floating, but it is in our own internal space. It's not defined by brick and mortar. That same idea can now reach thousands of people on demand at their leisure, not mine. I don't require people to be in the city ready to see a piece of theater when I want them to. I don't have to worry about papering the opening night to get as many reviewers in as possible so that people can hear about the show because there is a finite time in which it will never exist again. And I'm not bounded by geography in any way. Someone on the other side of the world can hear what I have to say. That's power. That's innovation. And some form of this, I have to hope, is what the theater field can direct itself towards. Because, make no mistakes, we need new audiences. And all these new audiences have, other, have their own things they want to hear, things that they want to say. That was what I was hoping to explore with this project. It's not that I'm doing something novel. It's not that I'm the first to think of this. It's just a personal journey of it's time to explore it. And that was the spark for the Theatron project. I feel that this project so far has been successful in certain ways and in other ways has come up short. I've been able to explore quite a few different formats and ideas and that's been great. Whether that is taking an old piece of literature, a piece of text, and adapting it to something new, inspired by it to explore new ideas, but still being faithful and honoring where it came from. We've been able to do that through the adaptation project that was headed by Andrew Wardenar. And it was really interesting to talk it out and see where he ended up with the adaptation. He'll be the first to admit that it's not done by no means. There's still lots of work, but being able to follow along is an interesting journey. Or whether it was looking at older radio plays or older texts that were once regularly performed and then putting them in a contemporary context, reading them as perf and performing them as written, and then having the discussion about whether these were worth continuing to do today whether as written or refreshed for the contemporary audiences, modern staging, or at this point in time, is it better to continue to look forward, put these pieces back on the shelf where they came from, because there's something newer that does what they did, but better, and we can do better than those even. Or if it was just an exploration of getting a bunch of friends together and having a a good time having some drinks and some laughs and exploring something completely unknown and seeing what comes out on the other side through cold and drunk we had a blast and it's something that i hope others do 
whether it's on a podcast or not, just in your own homes, whenever you can get people together, have a few laughs, a couple drinks, and try something out. If it's anything like what we did, you're going to have a good time. Or whether it was just exploring what digital performance is, sounds like, feels like. Taking a piece and just performing it. Trying to make it sound as polished as possible. Exploring some new ideas. Something like with Morningstar, something that's better suited for TV or film than stage. Something serialized, something that an actor gets a longer amount of time of investment. And then playing around with the idea of production, producing this work. The headache it would take to get 18 actors in one room all at the same time. It's something that theaters have been doing forever. And even in a pre-COVID time, it was a headache. Post-COVID, it's irresponsible. But doing it this way allows to record every person individually on their own time, in their own home. Creating new conversations between actors that never actually existed in reality, only digitally. As a director, directing the work in the edit, not as much in the live recording. These were all pretty new ideas for myself, and it was a fun way of exploring. But I think there's a long journey still ahead. Over 16 episodes of content that explores all these ideas and these that explores all these things. But it still feels just more of a radio play. It still feels much in its infancy. There are certainly episodes that are weaker than others and I take full responsibility for that as I was learning and exploring along the way. You probably can hear that as the listener. Some stories aren't as riveting, some audio issues here and there, but that is part of this journey and I knew that when I got started. I like to think that by the end I'm much better than where I started. I definitely have grown in that way, but it doesn't feel like a in some of the episodes, we really push the boundaries of what digital theater can be. I think that has to be what's next. For me to consider this an innovation in theater, it can't just be doing what we do on stage into a mic. I think you have to capture that intangible element that you get whenever you're sitting during a piece of performance. When you enter that theater space and are surrounded by this talent and it's a communal, ritualistic experience, it's an event, it feels special. You know it's live and it only exists in that moment, but I personally believe that it's special not just because it's live, but because of all the artists and the collaboration that comes together for this one thing to exist and whether subconsciously or consciously as an audience member you pick up on that it does affect you some way it's in this way i like to think of audience members as not just audiences but witnesses you, you come and you you witness an event that happens it's literal magic that this thing happens the amount of effort and time that has to take place for a single performance to occur 
is outrageous. But the fact that it does even happen is that literal magic. And so when you start exploring these ideas in a digital format, how do you recreate that magic, that feeling, the ephemeral, this extraordinary thing in your ears on demand around the world at any point in time? How do you do that? It, it is quite the question. I feel that pushing further pushes me in the direction of, for lack of a better word, the immersion. I think that's how you start to approach that end goal, that you turn a passive listener into an active participant. And in a podcast form, an audio form, what does that even mean? I think it starts with asking the listener to make a decision, something small and simple as making a choice. In the immediate, that could be something as simple as a choose-your-own-adventure story that you engage with and make decisions to hear the story in the way in which you want. But it could be more than that, I think. Creating a situation that is personal and communal at the same time, that's pretty magical. That's something theater can do. That's something that theater does. You have a personal experience to the story but simultaneously, you have an experience because you're in a room with a bunch of strangers also experiencing something. A podcast and an audio format is such a personal thing. It's literally right in your ears and the world around you doesn't hear it. So that's going to be the exploration, I think, that's next. Is there going to be a season two? I hope, but I'd be lying if I said yes. There's some big ideas I've got to grapple with and decisions I've got to make on what's next. The things that have been done up to this point have been fun and will continue to be fun, but it can't just be those things. It has to be more. Tell me what you think. If you happen to be listening to this, you can help guide what is next through reviews, comments on the website, or tweeting at us directly. What were some of your favorite moments? What were some things that didn't work? What would you love to hear more of? Until next time, this is a Theatron project, still searching for a new stage.